What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This Haberman and Middlecoff segment is brought to you by ashford.edu slash ham. Start your master's degree today. And sleepnumber.com slash ham. And simplysafe.com slash ham. Now to the segment. Ja Morant. Really, Dylan Brooks started it. He did. And I got no issue with these guys being mad at Andre Iguodala for not being on their team. Can't wait to play him. And it's really become the NBA kind of story of Tuesday. I don't know. Well, well, David Aldridge tweeted out yesterday, if he's not traded, he will just sit out the whole year. And then Hollinger tweeted this morning a couple years ago. I don't know if it was the Grizzlies. I have to look at the A team, if they buy him out like after March 3rd, he wouldn't be playoff eligible. So they can kind of fuck him. And it's like, I, I kind of hope they do that. To me, I'm... But why wouldn't they just... Tra- I mean, they, they agreed... Well, they agreed... Why wouldn't they just trade him? They agreed to let him do this so that they would have the trade but, chips. So but they, they they didn't agree to trade him, and they didn't agree to buy him out. They did agree he can just stay away, and they got paid, which to me, kind of pussy move by Memphis. I, I would have said you either show up or you don't get paid. Like, it, he was going to get... Tra- like, Iguodala didn't have any leverage to stop the trade. Yeah, I. but what I'm saying is why wouldn't... Why would you then keep him out of spite? Just trade him. So well, because all these teams wasn't... aren't because all these teams aren't giving him anything. Like they're not getting. Well, they want a first round pick. So what are you going to get instead? Get nothing and just kind of have a staring contest with them. <laughs> they already okay. got their trade chip they were looking for. My my issue with this guy is this symbolizes the NBA. In the NFL, if you don't show up, you don't get paid. We, we've seen it with franchise tag guys, right? They don't show up. They're not getting paid. In the NBA. It's to me it's become the elite elite country club because all these guys are making 20, 30, 40 million dollars. They're constantly talking down to the fans. Big issue is they don't play. Iguodala has been, I mean he was took a picture the other like a couple weeks ago at Sauce in downtown Walnut Creek. He's getting 16 million dollars, which again, you, you don't you Is don't that just, a pizza place or a bar? It's a barbecue joint. Okay. Pretty no, not bad. Good bar to like watch games and stuff. Food's okay. A little overpriced. Good good a lot of beer selection. 
listen, you, you don't you don't deserve anything in life. So Iguodala negotiated this fair and square. It's fucking business. So I, I don't blame Iguodala for negotiating it. We all would. Wait, you'll pay me $60 million? Don't even need to show up? But this notion that, like, one thing, Iguodala last year wasn't that good. Remember, most people were like, he's washed, he's over the hill. And we're acting like, People on Twitter, like it's seven years ago, Iguodala. Like, I think a lot of people think he's washed. Now, I think he said when he went on the media tour like a month ago, when he said, when he openly said Steph should sit out, to me, he's become kind of representative of this area, very kind of elitist. Like, Iggy, you're saying that Steph should sit out the year, which again, I don't even disagree with. <laughs> like, there's Wait. no point to even bring him back. But to me, talking like that is just the NBA has a branding problem right now. And they, they, they don't relate to the common sports fan. The, the sports fan is not watching them, whether it's load management, whether it's just, I don't think people, most. this is a Twitter issue. Most people aren't living and dying with the Iguodala situation, but it does represent all their situations feel like this. First world, this guy's getting paid $60 million, doesn't have to show up. Just a bunch of first world problems that we just can't fucking keep up with. And it just wears people out. It's the type of thing like Adam Silver just would have nipped the shit in the butt a long time ago. And it's just one thing after another. It's just exhausting, stupid-ass stories. And I, I like that John Morant just said, fuck these guys. Fuck this guy. He doesn't want to be here. We're going to make the playoffs. That's something like Kobe would have done or Michael would have done or Larry would have done. Like, the guy's got a little shit to him. Like I, and then Steph tweeted, like, the thing, like, Steph, why are you even really getting involved? Like, this guy, I get he's your why guy. Why not? Just friend. Yeah, I mean, like. Well, I get, I, I get why. Okay, I get why he got involved, but I and I don't even blame Steph. Like he can, he can say whatever he wants, but I, I just and Iguodala really hasn't said anything. He's just because he knows he's kind of getting over on this situation, guy. And I, I m- here's what's coming though. Everyone I think around the Bay Area think that Iguodala is going to come back next year. Oh, just come back for the veteran minimum, pay him like one point five. I'd pump the brakes on that. I would expect him to want the mid level exception, seven or eight million dollars. And people get really mad when that's what he demands. Because if you think about it, if he just becomes an unrestricted free agent, won't there be teams offering him maybe one year $10 million or something next year? Like the Warriors aren't just getting him back on the cheap. And he's shown like he doesn't do cheap deals. He made the Warriors last time give him a three-year $45 million when all they wanted to give him was a two-year, you know, 20 million bucks. But he mandatory the third year. And that was the reason he got traded. It was like, well, he just took the money, knew he was probably done after that second year. And now he's in this situation. I think everyone's, oh, he's going to come back for like 900 grand. He is? I doubt it. I don't expect that. I expect it to actually, and then if he doesn't, and well, the Warriors only offered him $2 million and he refused, for them to be like, then the Warriors people will, will turn on him. And right now it feels like all the Warriors fans are supporting him on this. Like, this is embarrassing, guy. This is just, this is very NBA-ish. For all the, I was thinking this this morning. Everyone tweeting out mama mentality, mama mentality, mama mentality. This ain't fucking mama mentality. This is loser mentality. This is who just says, who says this is mama mentality. Well, not this, but I'm just saying like the mama mentality is getting oh, tweeted yeah. out well, all look, week long by the by like the media. No one in the media wears, is being critical about it. But John, it. it's like everybody wearing a just do it t shirt while they're not doing anything. I mean, once you get a mainstream slogan mainstream, when the point of the slogan is you're a, act like a one percenter be the 1% of the hardest workers. Once that's a mainstream slogan, it's just too far gone, right? Like once Mamba Mentality t-shirts are being sold everywhere, everyone's just wearing them. If everyone had Mamba Mentality, it wouldn't be Mamba Mentality. No, just be the American Mentality. So this is a, I will say this, look, I am all on board with Dylan Brooks, John Morant, young guys who have kind of, they're making something in Memphis that didn't, people didn't think they were going to make. 
Dylan Brooks not bad. I mean, he was good at Oregon. People kind of doubted NBA People player. doubted him. He has been a good NBA player. But in, in Iguodala's defense, he knows he only has so many bullets left. And the Grizzlies agreed to this. Yeah, that's they agreed why, that, to it. That's why I limit my criticism of they agreed to a Let deal. Get, business is business. Imagine it is, embar- it is embarrassing, though. You even have to admit it. Just this type of situations. You yeah, want this to avoid situation this, be, I, this is not, to me, good drama. For the, good drama for the NBA is two-star players don't like each other, and they go to war every time they play. John well, I, Starks, dem- I, dem- I demand a trade, yelling at my coach or something. No, John Starks, Reggie Miller. That's good drama. Yeah. They sh- talk shit while they put it all on the line. That's LeBron the drama hates I care. I don't care. It, yes. That's this other crap is stupid and it doesn't it's 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 hurting the NBA. Yeah, it, it's it, that said this one to me doesn't quite fit in with all the other dumb NBA drama because Iguodala is not the one create like Iguodala is not doing anything. He's well, he, literally d- he did anything. he did double down today. Trade me or I'm not showing up or oh, which. Know. Yeah, whatever. Like it's hard. You can't roll back into that locker room now that they're good. Like they wouldn't want you there. Right. Fuck no. <laughs> so like this really nothing he can do. I but what if he showed up it? and he wasn't bad and he helped them like win a playoff series? Yeah, like guys, I I was wrong. <laughs> it's tough now, yeah. but I understand. Like you only got so many bullets left. You want to win a championship. You're old. Imagine that. This is what I thought of immediately, because this was NBA level. But no one really. Roger Clemens used to fly eh, to the games that he pitched. The Yankees gave him a deal after he sat out half a season. He doesn't have to be at every game. But it's the nature of baseball. No one really notices when the starting pitcher isn't there on the day he doesn't pitch because he's not pitching. And imagine an NBA. You couldn't do it in the NBA because everybody plays in every game. You couldn't do it in the NFL because everybody plays in every game. But I just started thinking, imagine an NBA player had some deal where, you know, he only plays in games that uh, are against potential playoff teams and all the other games he rests because whatever. They don't need him in those games. Like, Clemens spent half a season doing nothing, signed, and then didn't even come to the games all the game. I think he was at some – I'm not saying he wasn't at any of the games. But he he had a deal where he could, like – The Astros, too? Maybe it was the Astros deal he did. I I thought it was the Astros. But the point is, he just – yeah, I got some other things on some other days. You couldn't pull it off in the other sports. I think one of the things that has to be most annoying for a professional athlete, the questions to answer, is when people come up to you like, what's it like being Derek Jeter's teammate? And you're like – uh. I don't know. I talked to Jarek like four times. Like athletes, must, it must hate the, you know, they're on a poster with the guy. Imagine being a Clemens teammate. Like, what's it like being his teammate? It's like, well, I mean, he's really good, but he's not exactly in the foxhole with us every day, yeah. you know, but whatever. We just need his services. So this is dumb. I'm with, like, I, but it, I, it, like, I don't think Iguodala created this. Like, they traded well, him. Well, he, he partly did. They traded him, and he's like, I refuse to play for this team. Well, Iguodala, you fucking signed the contract. In the NBA, you well, get I traded. Know. You got to play for him. So but if, it, me, did, if like, it wasn't going to work, then it wasn't going to work. But it worked. But, but, but how many times in the history of sports, especially in basketball, does a guy get traded to a team he doesn't want to go to? And uh, the occasional big, big-time guy says, fuck that, I'm not playing Andre Iguodala is a borderline washed up former but a, really good player. You got to show up. Well, but Everyone that's why that's up. probably why Memphis was like cool. Fine. They, yeah, I mean I I I I'm more critical of Memphis kind of pushed out. Like But you, clearly Memphis knows what they're doing to some degree. You you think Lakeham would be okay with a guy just being like I'm not playing for you or Pat Riley or Pop they would have said get Well, fucked. no, but but I mean part of the acquisition is like we're not actually acquiring this player, right? Like they yeah. didn't Memphis clearly didn't they knew that they weren't acquiring like 
these deals, agents communicate like they knew they had to know. But but don't you think they would have liked Andre to be like, yeah, I'll help these guys out in a perfect I'm world? Sure they, like, of course they would. Like, yeah. is, is there is there any level of just like kind of being a pro? But why haven't like, they trade? Like uh, what I go back to is like trade them already. I'll, I'll give you a good example. Like I've been critical of this guy, but I do respect him this season. You know who's kind of shut his mouth and played well and led his team to the playoffs? Chris Paul. You think Chris Paul wanted to Oklahoma good. City? Like, fuck, just has, start being right. a pro. Like, Andre's got this elitist bullshit going on that drives me fucking nuts. And, and then the Twitter thing, and I, I understand Steph supporting this guy, but, like, Steph, you, are you you really that hurt? Are you part of the tank? Which I do understand, but it's just, like, the whole thing's kind of embarrassing. Uh, again, I agree, but my, where I kind of separate is I don't think this, like, the NBA's big problems are far beyond a player not wanting to play one hundred percent, like but Andre Iguodala, right? It's the Anthony Davis one was something different than this. Like this, but is, this, do, but this does symbolize just drip, drip, drip. It's always these stupid ass shit. It's like when the NFL clown, you're not going to sign the franchise tag. Fuck you. We ain't but, paying. But, but again, like Le'Veon part of the Bell, reason we're sit here out. is because Memphis hasn't traded them. Like Memphis agreed to this. That's part of the reason we're here. But they didn't agree to. They didn't trade them. They said, "Yeah, we." No, no, no. I'm saying they agreed to. Like, yeah, don't show up. We'll still pay you. How is that possible? I, I don't know. That's it. Baffles my mind. Honestly, that's the I've that's the part that for Memphis. I, I would have said no chance, none. You're that's either showing up get. or you're not getting paid. Someone told me they didn't want them. Like well, like they were nervous, he'd badmouth them, and they were trying to like resurrect their franchise to have a good vibe. Yeah, you're right. It might be as simple as like, hey, his agent have a good relationship with that person. Yeah, it's just do like, that God guy is solid. It's just the the NBA is not relatable right now, man. That's that's my main takeaway. It's just but the NFL. Can, feels can I say very this about just, the NBA? My biggest yes. issue with the NBA is like we spent a lot of time. The Warriors and I loved it. But they made they made the regular season kind of worthless for a few years because everyone knew like that's the team that's going to be in the championship. So we spent multiple years being conditioned that the regular season wasn't really going to matter. Maybe LeBron comes out of the East, he better, otherwise no one's going to beat them, right? And yeah. so now here we are, and it's like it feels like college basketball the regular season. Like what even? What well, doesn't? Yeah, nothing. And the crazy part is nobody this year should be great because nobody knows who's gonna win the championship. No right clue. Now. No clue. But it doesn't feel like any of it matters. Not at all. Even though it does. What you and me, we really like basketball. We're we're on the percentage of like we enjoy basketball a lot. And it's just hard. I people are just out on basketball right now. The NBA. A college once this once the March Madness, everyone's in. I even think the playoffs like It'll be interesting. Do the playoffs just flip a switch and people watch? Now it might just be as simple as there's nothing else to watch. It's hard. Yeah, I mean, but keep in mind, like people flip the switch on March because it's all these mini Super Bowls going on, like one after the other, injecting them straight into your bloodstreams. Agreed. You know, so you don't know who most people don't know who the players are in college, but whatever, they just know drama. Yeah, like Murray State's upsetting Duke or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But the NBA, like, you do have to kind of know I know what's involved. The biggest issue with the NBA. I've listened to a couple of these book of basketballs with Simmons. Mm-hmm. He's had on different guys, pretty good. And you just realize, like, they did one on Reggie Miller. And it was like, you're like, Reggie Miller? You know, what's, what would he be? He wouldn't even be a top 10 player in the NBA. But when you and I were growing up, Reggie Miller was a really big deal because he was interwoven, and he was a good player, I mean, an all-star level player, interwoven in just these insane rivalries that was just a war zone with the Bulls and the fucking Knicks. And just those three teams 
you and I, you lived in different places, but in the, in the early to mid-90s, I lived in Davis, California, and I was locked in on Pacers, Knicks, Pacers, Bulls, Bulls, Knicks. They mattered. They resonated. Like, the right, the hatred. And there's, it's just buddy-buddy, jerk-off session now, and the media plays a part in it because they refuse to ever be critical. Like, we got problems right now. We got The player empowerment has jumped the shark. We got to come back to earth a little bit. Everyone I, can make money. We got to get some rivalries back. So when I saw yeah. John Morant, I appreciate a guy just saying, you know what? Fuck this. They used to be full of guys in the in the NBA. The NFL has a lot of those guys. They just talk shit. The And the NBA has lost it. No one says a goddamn thing. So when this young guy, who's one of the best rookies we've had in recent memory, just goes, fuck this guy, basically. I mean, he just quoted Dylan Brooks, kind of getting his guys back, and then tweeted at Steph. I'm like, I like this shit. You know, the NBA needs some more of some guys with some fucking piss and vinegar and not all this fucking pussy mentality of just we're always right. No one can talk shit about us. The media just always getting our backs. It, the league is, is cratering, guy. Humans are not watching it. They're not consuming basketball. Like, that is, that's not an opinion. That is a fact. It, Twitter doesn't count because if you ain't watching the game, your, your business, you got issues. They just, for the first time ever, the salary cap is going down. Daryl Morey, I'm not the biggest fan of. I do respect. He stood up for communism, talked shit about the China, cost them a, a lot of money. China pulled out, right? And it, it's cratered their business a little bit because they, but they whatever, don't resonate but not, with American but, fans. But the NBA's problem is not that China's not watching the NBA. That's not well, the problem. Be, well, they, but they become dependent on China because America's not watching the NBA anymore. Yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is like, them having smaller salary caps is not the problem with the NBA. It's the, I mean, it's a problem for the people that aren't making the money. But the NBA salary cap is not the issue. Well, no, the issue, guys, people the are is- not watching the games. Yeah, yeah, but the issue is that there are no defined storylines in the NBA that are just simple. Aaron Rodgers against Dak Prescott. The Cowboys against the Packers. There's just not that. Is Kyle Shanahan going to blow another big game? Can Andy no, no, Reed but I'm talking about the games. Yeah, the players. The players on the teams over and over playing in big games. Can Jimmy Garoppolo win a big game? I mean, Russell, Lee, like, to me, what, what's, what's better for the NBA? Russell staying in Oklahoma City his whole career and Chris Paul staying with the Clippers and James Harden staying with the Rock? Yeah, that is the yeah. best thing for the NBA. Well, that ain't going to change anytime but, soon. But, like, I mean, to me, Russ being on the Rockets now, and the, the, the OKC was such a great character in the NBA story. I love better on him all the time. I was telling someone a Super Bowl week. I used to love – I was telling Chris Broussard. I, I miss that team. Even even the post-Harden team, just those two guys together. They were fun, right? They so really were. I, like that – I mean, the, Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant, I'm pretty confident, are going to be dramatically more fun than Kyrie and Kevin. Because it was Kevin, less Kevin, Kevin being on three teams, like that's not great for the NBA. In, Kyrie in a, being on three teams, not great for the NBA. In, in short periods of time, right? Not right. And, like I, and keep in mind, I'm not even saying anything about political stances or how much players make. Or it's just players being on multiple teams, not good. At rapid speed. At rapid speeds. And the it's NFL at, is unique because like Odell's base, been on. Baseball's not really like. Players, for the most part, stay, I mean, they might trade one team. They go to the bigger team, then they get signed. Like Paul Goldschmidt, over a ten-year period, will be on two teams. Garrett Cole, he was unique because he got traded because he had a big. Con- Sometimes you get that middle team where you get traded, but then you sign the contract and you stay on the team. 
Yeah, I do think baseball would benefit from kind of shifting, moving up the clock where guys get paid, and now you get your seven-year contract when you're 23. On the Yankees, on the Giants, on the Dodgers, Where, wherever. on the Rangers, on yeah, Seattle. wherever you are. Yeah. But you just now, instead of like teams trying to bail on old guys after they've paid them when they're 33 years old, no. But I, I'd say baseball is closer to football when it just comes to consistency For of sure. players. For sure. And, and the only way guys usually leave is, one, once they hit free agency, and then they sign a longer-term deal – or they're on a smaller market team and they get traded for financial reasons. You know what would be great for the NBA? The Blazers get really good because Damian Lillard is a fucking stud. Yeah. Well, I I think even back to what you – you know what would have been great for the NBA? Even if Kevin Durant left Oklahoma City, he then just stayed with the Warriors for the next seven years. Yeah, or just went straight to the Nets. You know what's great for the NBA? You know what is great for the NBA? Steph Clay and Draymond are going to play together for 10-plus years. Well, they'll be – that's – There is no doubt. Like, we can't deny, like, that team – not being that team this year is it, it's just like that was the easiest. That was the mainest, streamest. Like everybody loves Steph and the Warriors, or they hate Steph and the Warriors, but everyone knows Steph and the Warriors. I agree. And Clay and Draymond, the whole thing. Did you know that most vitamin D3 supplements come from sheep's wool? I'm Kat, founder of Ritual. We're making traceability the new standard for the supplement industry. When I was pregnant, I couldn't find a multivitamin I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested, and clean label project certified. Oh, and our vitamin D3? It comes from sustainably harvested lichen from England, not sheep. Trace for yourself with 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.